Hi everyone, I'm Mackenzie and I'm the gal. Hi everyone, I'm Eldon and I'm the gay. And this is our podcast, The Gal and Her Gay. That's me, the gay one. <laughs> We're going to be talking about all sorts of different things here, so stick around and enjoy the journey with us. We're figuring things out along the way, so you're welcome to advance for some crazy stories. Grab a drink and enjoy! Thanks, y'all! And we're live! And recording officially now on two microphones. We're professional podcasters, kind of, sort of, not really. It took us three hours to get here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What time did I get to your house today? 12. Like, just before 12. And we went thrifting. And we got some Subway. We went to Best Buy. Tried to see if we could get any more audio equipment. Realized it, it we turns didn't... out you just needed to download this internet thing and it's that easy. We're just that dumb. So how long have we been like doing this idea for? Like a month now? Yeah, I'd say. So I mean a month isn't bad to figure it out to officially do it properly especially when we skimmed through all of the articles on how to start a podcast yeah i i skimmed maybe like one and um yeah probably should have read at least four through good but yeah i just skimmed through a lot of them but i i just live for the drama so the drama of what like making it more complicated than it needs to be oh like oh my god can we figure it out are they going to make it in time? Will they be able to record before? Dun, dun, dun. The answer was no. We always just did one mic. And now, and now it's so weird that we're sitting on the opposite ends of the couch, like a good four feet apart. And Yay, finally COVID friendly. <laughs> well, not really. We're inside without masks. Yeah, COVID's You're done. part of my household. I live alone. Yeah, that's true. I'm your... What's it called? Your my cohort. Cohort. My cohort. Cohort. <laughs> that is so disgusting. It sounds like some little kid from the farm. Cohort, come back. And it's just like a duck or something. <laughs> like, I don't know what animal would be named cohort. I don't know either, but I can kind of picture it now. If I get a farm, I'm gonna name it cohort. Yeah, because you're gonna live on your funny farm by yourself with Trav and. You're just going to have a bunch of cohorts and they're just like random animals. Well, you can get tired of that all on your own because today's episode is about us being tired. Tired. And that was probably the worst segue I ever did here. So I'm I'm tired of that. Oh, well, that's fine because <laughs> I'm four feet away from you. So Yeah, bring it. Jump across the couch. I dare you. Come at me, bro. Bro, come at me. Anyway, we're tired, y'all. We're very tired. And we we do have a truly here. Well, we're f- currently finishing our Muddler's TM. I'm drinking the vodka lemon tea made with real tea. And I'm drinking the vodka punch with a boxing glove on it that says real fruit punch. Kapow. Kapow. Uh, I bought these. They were okay. What, what rating out of like 10 i would say five and a half for the lemon flavor for the fruit punch i'd give it a four yeah I, it wasn't my favorite when i had it either but it tastes like juice like it's nice that it tastes like nothing you don't really taste the alcohol but i like a little bit more carbonation in my drink and i don't that's why i bought these yeah but even the flavor you don't love as much so no yeah i'll just stick to like I don't even know. Just gin water is like my go-to always. It's not bad, though. I can never get tired of gin water. There you Try go. Trying to tie this back to the subject of today's episode. So, as we were saying, we're tired. We've gone through a lot of life things in the last little while. So, we'll talk about that to start. So, Alden, share with us why you're tired. I know why you're tired, but... Share with the rest of the class why you're tired, dear. So this past week, I started work. And let's just say, with it being stampede, with me going to work full time, me going back to actually moving my body more than like 500 steps a day. Yeah. It was a lot for me. And today is my first day off in six days. 
and I didn't even get to sleep in because the sun is still up at 5 a.m. <laughs> and who was up at 5.30? Me. When I went to bed at like 2 a.m. because last night was the last night of Knoxville's tent. So they went hard last night. I think Dead Mouse was the... Or Dead Mao. I think the S is silent or whatever. Well, it's a five, actually. Oh, it's a five. Yeah. Anyway, he went to like 11.30 midnight. And like my apartment was actually shaking. Like, I'm just so tired. Just so tired. 18 days of stampede. It's only 10. Oh. <laughs> it felt like 18, I swear. Eight, 18 days Eight. and long nights, kids. And Sorry. I walked up and <laughs> I, I had to walk snow. uphill both ways. In the snow. In the snow. See how tired I am? I don't even know what year I'm in. Sorry, I meant to say 10 days because it ended on the 18th. I think that's where my brain 10 got. days of rusty wagon rallying. Yeah, and me not going to bed till like 2 a.m. That's hard. Especially when you're not used to working. Like you were off work for what? Like Over a month. A month yeah. yeah. When you moved and everything like that, yeah. That's tricky. I know when I first got back into the swing of things last year, well, I guess it was this year that I got back into the swing of things, but when I had all that time off last year. But that was eight months, too. Yeah, that was a long period of time. I've never not worked for, whew, Diana. More than your four or three weeks paid vacation. Actually, though, like I've been working since I was 13. I no younger than that. I started my first job when I was twelve. Legally. Well, that was still illegal, but yeah. I started working at the grocery store legally when I was thirteen. Oh, you're just gonna hide in the back and stock shelves, okay? No, no, no. I sat at the front and sold cigarettes. <laughs> if anybody asks you're eighteen and you're selling cigarettes. Okay. Mackenzie, what year were you born? 95. It really wasn't that long ago, kids. It really wasn't that long ago. It sounds like it was from a 60s movie. Yeah. I sat at the front and I sold them Pall Mall cigarettes and I had to check them IDs to make sure them old folks were of age, even though I wasn't. <laughs> and like this old lady is just like looking at you 13 and you're talking to her in that accent. <laughs> May I please see your ID? Ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> okay, here you go. You've been to my hometown. You've seen that grocery store. I mean, nothing's changed. Literally the same old lady. I think we've mentioned this in the one podcast, but it's exactly the same lady that's same been there lady. for 40, 50 years. Like. And y'all want to know what that lady's name is? It's Betty Lou. And she's a loyal girl. <laughs> Up at that food land. Food lands. Up there in them little high. Okay, we gotta cut it out. <laughs> See, now you're tired of us and you already clicked off the podcast. I'm so sorry. Yes, I'm so sorry. So, getting back to it. Tired of life. I can totally understand and respect being tired after not working for a period of time. Like, it's just such a weird thing to get back into the swing of doing stuff. And adulting, too, because you're like, oh, especially with the pandemic, like, even regardless of you being off for the month, all of the people that were, like, laid off and then brought back and then laid off and then brought back again, like, that's just such a hard transition to go through. I am glad that I've had steady work through a majority of the pandemic. Unfortunately, other circumstances came in the way, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, you have had a steady job through the whole thing. It was just back and forth between layoff and the store being open and then Oh, my God, closed. yeah. And, like, that was so much work every single time to put everything on sale, open up the doors. Then it's all disappearing. And then you're trying to, yeah, working retail during the pandemic was, it was a, an eye-opener of how my life I don't want it to be, but here I am. <laughs> sad chicken. But it's just so hard because H&M pays decent for, like, retail jobs. And I do want to go to school at some point in time. But, like, what do I want to do? Do I want to go into 60000 plus debt for something I'm not super passionate about? Yeah, so tired of thinking about my future. But not. No, I hear that. I'm content of what I'm doing right now. But, again, I don't want to be content for too long yeah because then it'll be i 
I'm getting my five-year anniversary for H&M in September. Oh, my God. I completely forgot about that. You get your gold badge. It's actually got sent to Toronto. And now they're FedExing it back here. And I'm just like, wow, they're actually early for once. Because usually you're like year six and you get your badge. They're like, oh, we forgot about you. Or something like that. But like that time frame went by so fast. Five years. Like you and I have been friends for five years. And like... Obviously, it doesn't feel like forever for you. For, like, being with you doesn't feel like forever. But, like, being at H&M, it felt like I've been there for, like, 10 years. It does feel like a lifetime. I feel like people who have never worked retail just will never understand. It's, It's like, it's a lot. You deal with so much customer service on top of the highs and lows of demand plus sales plus... POS training, point of sale training, if anyone is not familiar with that. Like, just all of the back-end stuff, plus making sure that the store is actually clean. It's just so much more to it than just, oh, I work at a clothing store, and I help people try on clothes, and then I run them through the till. Yeah. The end. Like If only it was that easy. I mean, I guess it might be if you're a part-time person. But even at H&M, it's pretty extensive. Yeah. I mean, we won't dive into the details of it because that's just too much. No, we're, we're already too tired of talking about each. <laughs> exactly. But in the same sense, I don't think there's enough respect out there for retail workers because it is a very high demand job that never ceases to amaze you for the people that will come in and treat you like absolute garbage. Yeah. And I'm going to say this just quick to get it out of the way. But, like, I forgot what it's like to work at a busy store because my store in Toronto was dead. Like, so slow. And then coming back here, being at a busy top store, and, like, just having people in the store. Because, like, when I was in Ontario, there was a cap of how many people can be in the store at a time. Right. And now it's, like, willy-nilly, everyone can come in at once. So it's, like, you're either dead or there's, like, 400 people in the store. And then you're, like, oh, I only have a staff of six right now and there's literally like 40 people online and like they're just throwing stuff on the floor i was just like wow like the respect of what people when it's busy is non-existent so with going back to chatting about how you retired with stampede oh yeah i did go out a couple days so that was my own fault oh but that's okay but i was even gonna say like how was retail during stampede because i know before in previous years obviously pre-pandemic stampede was yeah. always like the fast fashion time of year oh where 100%. everyone runs in to get the quick rodeo outfit that they didn't have the year before because you can't be an outfit repeater lizzie mcguire exactly like that is so trash uh so we literally can't keep a flannel shirt um anything that has like a lace detail or whatever like we had this one shirt. It was brown, and it said Wild West on the front. And then it came on truck in... Uh, so we have called New Pro, so New Production. So it's a brand new item. It came in on New Pro on Saturday's truck. I put it in the eighth spot, or someone put it in the eighth spot, and it was gone in, like, three seconds. And we had, like, ten of them. And I was oh like, now there's going to be ten basic bitches running around Stampede with a little crop top that says Wild West on it. And I was like... I can't handle this. You know, I'm kind of getting really tired of the fast fashion industry as a whole. I mean, I know I worked in retail for a long time. I can appreciate new stuff coming off the runway. But, like, really, in a sense of creating your own look, it's really hard to do because everyone else has the same pieces as you. Yeah. You have more of a chance of being authentic and not contributing to a fast fashion waste society. If you, for example, thrift. Oh, yeah. We got some cute pieces today. We found some oldies. We were like, we're only going to go in and get a few pieces. But when we need to justify things, we're like, we are helping the environment reuse yes. um, these items. Anyway, reuse, we- reduce, recycle, baby. Yes. Anyway, I got this, like, one old work shirt that says, like, supervisor or something on it. Yeah. And it's it's so stupid that I bought, like, a uniform shirt. But, like, I'm going to wear it as, like, a little jacket. And it was made in Canada. Made in Canada. So, you know, it's 
premium quality for $12. You know, to be honest, though, in touching on that, I think a lot of people give such a bad rap to like Chinese manufacturers or Korean manufacturers or Bangladesh manufacturers. Manufacturers. Sure, sure, And it just sounds like, oh, fast fashion. It always only comes from China. But really, yeah. there are some really great manufacturers that are located in China or in Asian countries because they have a very, very skilled well, mindset. Yeah, it's just whoever wants to spend the money to make good quality products and not like H&M where they pump out yeah. a bagillion, zillion, five ninety nine t-shirts where it's made of like cheap ass material. It's kind of, it is frustrating though, coming from a high point of retail where yes, I worked at H&M for a long time and they played into the fast fashion atmosphere and all of their clothes are made in Indonesia and Bangladesh where okay maybe the quality of work isn't nearly as high because the cost of the product is very low but now working on the other end of the spectrum in luxury fashion which would be come on so those wedding dresses bridal yep all of our gowns are predominantly made in asian countries and it's because their skill set is much higher than a manufacturer in north america and their attention to detail is better the cost to manufacture there is definitely lower, but that being said, they also have a very high tolerance. Well, that's the thing is just like us detail. Americans in North America, like we want things, but we never want to put the work into it. Well, so and the manufacturers like, that are here, we can't respect what needs to go into something to actually get something nice. Yeah. The manufacturers that are left in Canada and the US or North America would be Ones that cost X, Y, Z amount of dollars, and then people don't want to pay into that. Yeah. So it is interesting because I think it gets a bad rep. But anyways, going back to what we were talking about. <laughs> like, we love a tangent. We love a tangent. When we were thrifting earlier, Alden will test for this. I was like, make sure. What does the label say? Is it made in Canada? Is it made in Canada? Like, where's the wash tag? Because the older products that were made in Canada were high quality products that you'll usually find in your Goodwill or your Value Village because they stood the test of time. And you don't even have to look at the label first. You just feel the material. The quality, yeah. Like, you feel the quality. It's thicker. It's even still more rigid. Like, there's so much not like starch but there's like structure to everything well and the garment yeah just the garment quality overall so it is interesting and it's yeah it's nice but we did find some really cool stuff alden also doesn't have a car here so (laughs) we packed a car we packed my little my little blue wagon your bluey what did i call it bluey louie yeah i don't know no what's her name does she have a name? Betty? Bluey Betty? I don't know. <laughs> I thought we named her last episode. I have a blue Chevy Aveo. Maybe I should get License a License plate number. No. <laughs> uh, please do not try and find my car. <laughs> Whoever's listening. But anyway. Um, I had a vintage chair, some rugs, some wedding dresses. Because she is a boss lady and was doing a photo shoot the other day. So I am tired this week because I have been go, go, go all week long. Um, The store has become very, very busy with brides-to-be wanting to get married in 2022-2023. Which is like so nice to see that like that aspect of things are going back to normal again. Yes, except we are now going through what they are calling as... The wedding boom. There was a baby boom. Now there's going to be a wedding boom and then another baby boom. Yeah. Well, I think there was already another. Like, there was oh, a yeah. wedding. There was a baby boom definitely during I the pandemic. I have a side tangent. Can I just say that quick? Sure. So the other day, there was this little girl at work who really needed to use the washroom. She was like two. And then as soon as she came in the back, she started crying and crying, crying. And her mom's like, she hates new situations. She's a pandemic baby. She never left the house. And I was just like, oh, my, I didn't even think about that. Like, she was just, like, very socially unaware of, like, how to react to different things and stuff like that. So, like, this baby, she was just, like, had to pee really bad. But 
didn't want to do anything about it because she wasn't home. And the mom's like, no, we have to go. And the whole time I was like standing in the lunchroom across from the bathroom, just waiting for them to finish. And the whole time the kid was like screaming. And I was like, oh my God. And the mom was like, I'm so sorry. She has a pandemic baby. I was like, was that just like an excuse you said or like what? That's crazy. Yeah. I'm, my mind is kind of like, you blew up. Yeah. She's like, she's just not used to new things. I was like, okay, that's fine. She, the kid was just screaming the whole time. And I was like, oh my God, that sounds really like awful in there. That's kind of upsetting though. But I mean, what's a parent to do? You can't take the kid out and be like, hey, let's socialize in the mall. Well, that's the thing. And plus like Chinook Mall, there's no public washrooms like close to anything. So and especially like, during the pandemic, they closed everything. So yeah. even if you were at the mall, you weren't allowed to be. But even if you were at the mall, yeah, you couldn't use the bathroom. Exactly. Still, some places don't. And they would have been too young to understand. Wow. Yeah. I just felt so bad because she like as soon as she saw me like she freaked out and I was like it's okay like just I'm showing you where the washroom is and I was like yep I'm not helping this situation I'll just step aside here's the washroom yeah she didn't like it oh my god anyway end of side tangent yeah I I literally (laughs) want to like dive into that so deep yeah COVID babies man like. They're o- they literally, for a full year and a half straight, only saw their parents. They never went outside to interact with people. So, they, like, do you think later on, do you think the major oh, social anxiety sure. and stuff? Like, hopefully the younger ones will forget about it and, like... Kids you know? are resilient. I mean, I was talking to a teacher not too long ago. I've had a lot of brides that are teachers. So, I'll usually ask them, like, I hope you're doing okay because of the pandemic and yeah. everything. I could only imagine you sign up for a career to take care of children, to give them better education, to teach them, to, you know, train, like, not train them, but, you know, harbor, like, influence them. Yeah, harbor good influences and, you know, teachable moments to them. Anyways, and they've gone through the rough of it. And, of course, so have frontline workers like nurses and stuff as well, too. But people who specifically work with children... It never ceases to amaze me. All of these teachers always say the same thing. Kids are ever resilient. They will bounce back. They are the quickest to kind of jump back into the swing of things. Mm-hmm. They can mold, shape, do whatever. They go with the flow. Some kids are not as open to that. But for the majority, kids are pretty resilient to it. And that's what a lot of the teachers have said to me over the course of the pandemic. But that being said, if you're not in school with a teacher or with you know, online learning with other kids that are in the same situation as you. And you went from infant to your first memory being never leaving the house. Yeah. And then all of a sudden going to the mall with public. And then trying to use a washroom where there's a strange man. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I mean, no, I was are. a strange man. You to are her. a strange man. And all of these strange people. And she can't just go to the potty like she was trained to do at home. Yeah. She's that like, would be scary. It's so scary. Like, I felt so awful. It's like, is there anything? I was like, obviously, there's nothing I can do. But I was just like, I'm here. I was just Because at first, like, everyone's like, do you have a public washroom? And I immediately was like, no, we don't have a public washroom. And then I saw the little girl and I was like, oh, yeah, it's for her. Come with me right away. Like, obviously, I'm not an asshole like that. But because, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, you have to walk halfway down the mall and go down to this basement for the washroom yeah and i was just like oh my god and then the whole time she was crying i was like oh i feel so awful i feel like an awful human but i was like what am i supposed to do i mean at that point yeah there's really nothing but holy man that yeah. just touched on my heartstrings so hard public or not public pandemic babies that should just be a whole different topic later on i think we should have we should definitely dive into that because i know my good girlfriend, she had her little girl during the pandemic, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she's still an infant. She's only five months old. Or six months. Oh, my gosh. I can't even recall. She was born in March. So that's only, like, four, five. She almost be five. Okay, so five months. But anyways, I know it was really hard for her mama because she couldn't go out and she couldn't be with her family or her sister, who has little girls, too, to, you know... Ask for advice. Cousins, yeah, and they can watch the journey. I know at that point, it's like, where do you kind of bend the rules, right? Because your quality of life of sitting at home 
it's just so 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 bad anyway yeah that's a whole nother topic i feel like it's still touching too close to home that we should probably touch on something else because tired of the pandemic 100 percent. i'm definitely not to say that i don't feel bad for all of the different situations that have gone on during the pandemic everyone's gone through a different journey with it and 100 you know i personally touch wood have not had anyone in my immediate family or friend group that has been affected by covid19 but i know a lot of people that have and i just feel so terrible i mean we had our own problems of our own <laughs> yeah you didn't need I didn't, a virus i didn't need a global pandemic to go into that as well yeah. but i know it did definitely affect a lot of my friends and family and that's hard to watch it's hard to watch for everyone as a global human race as a population we're all in this together and at the end of the day that's the biggest thing it's like we're all humans yeah so like we're all bones and skin part of me <laughs> stemming back to the retail workers thing like all of these karens that come into these businesses like do they karens not understand and kevin's. kevin's okay mm -hmm. that's the male version I'm, I'm going to have to disagree with you. I have a couple of really good friends named Kevin, and they're very, okay, very Okay, another K name that is a boy that's Carl's? No, it doesn't no. have the same ring to it. Or Kevin! We'll think about it. Yeah, I only really know nice Kevins, too, but yeah. I didn't come up with it, unfortunately. It just, it just happened. Anyway, so definitely tired of talking about the pandemic, so we'll stop on that because no one needs to hear about how terrible it was. We all know. We were all there. It's been trash. Moving on. So moving on back to your photo shoot and why you're tired. Because I would like to know. Oh, the photo shoot was so cool. So we had planned out a style shoot. So as I have already discussed, I run a bridal store in Red Deer, Alberta. It is a temporary job. So I'm in the process of training a new store manager. Um, and she will take over when I'm finished. So it's a contract job because I don't live in Red Deer. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't plan to. I like Red Deer. Don't get me wrong; it's really nice to get out of the city. To be honest, I'm quite tired of driving downtown. I was telling Elton that earlier. Holy God! It's, it's just like only when you need to find parking is when living downtown or uh, doing anything downtown makes it not worth going downtown. Terrible, and the drivers are also mean, and people drive so close to each other. And I got—I've been living here for seven years now. Like, I understand how city driving works. I know that Calgary's downtown is based off of a grid system. It's, you know, numeric. I got that. But yeah. finding parking? Pfft, good fucking luck. Like, please, it, there should be a system of, like, pick Change, a number. Changing I would like to park lanes? Here. Good freaking luck. Like, the list just goes on. So I'm definitely tired of Calgary driving. But it's been nice to stay in Red Deer for a couple days a week because it's so... Um, quaint, but our photo it's, shoot... It's just another big, small town. It is. Um, the photo shoot that we did, we... I can't really touch on it too, too much because we're going to be it's releasing photos. It's a surprise? Photos. Yeah. Okay, well... We planned little, it out. It was in Sylvan Lake. We little got... little spark notes moment. We've got some vintage pieces involved. It was a three bridal model shoot, so there's no male models involved. It was just three girlfriends and some different style dresses some new pieces we had for the store and there is smoke involved oh and smoke bomb. not all the smoke that we've had carry over from Kelowna or bc because oh my god yeah that i'm tired tired of that, of that. so all of alberta i'm pretty sure lots of parts of canada are another forest fire going on because you know we're dry af up not in here not one forest fire i think there's like there's over a 100 oh my god any so individual ones what? yeah no thank you i don't like that yeah. anyway calgary is is gray for the last week it's been gray it's very hazy it's very smoggy it's sticky the sun is trying to shine but it's not because it's so overcast yeah it's, so. it's thick it's, it's so thick. making for a lot of people to want to stay inside. I came to this apartment for mountain views, not smoke. Who told you that? No, I'm just saying you can't see a sliver of the mountains from here, but you can't because of the smoke. I never. I did the walkthrough for Alden's apartment many moons ago when okay, he like decided he wanted to move back. 
And I never once told him that there was a mountain view. You can see a 360 of downtown. Oh, well, I'm more of like a... Uh, uh, I can't do quick math. <laughs> like a 100-degree view. I have a 100-degree view. I was like, what is a third of 360? 120. There we go. I think it's like 180. That's half. I'd Wait. say it's 180 because you can see this whole half. You can't see that half. Well, I can't see the, like to the west. Yeah, but you can see to I the... see southeast. That's only two. I know, but that goes that way. Oh, so I guess 180. So it's half. Yeah. It's I just was saying south. like a third. The middle is split from this angle. You know? <laughs> a little whoosh. So a whoosh is uh, nor- uh, northeast. Yes. And the whoosh is southwest. Gotcha. It's... Yeah. Totally. So I guess I do have a 180 degree view of Calgary, but it's like more of the... But you wouldn't have been able buildings. to see the mountains from here anyway. No, but between those buildings right over there, you can see a sliver of them. Just a sliver. It was it was more for part of the story that I can't see far because of the smoke. You're taking it too literal. Wow. Anyway, we love to argue, so. So here we are. Welcome I'm an Aries. I'm also always right, so. You're an Aries? I mean, I knew that, but I'm just putting it into fruition. Yeah, it's like... My main thing that I like to say is when I always have to be right. I'm like, because I'm an Aries. This is why we get along so well, because I'm a Scorpio and we're compatible. <sighs> Soulmates. True, but it also says something about sexual tension, but I don't think that's No, that's not us. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because I do I'm... like to cuddle with you sometimes, so, but you don't like to cuddle back. No, I hate cuddling. I'm not the affectionate type. Oh, also, I'm just I, like, just touch me. And she's like, no. And I'm like, just the butts? No. Well, we're having a sleepover. I'm like, just touch butts. No. I don't even like holding your hand. Okay. One time you did initiate the hold handing when we're sitting on the couch. And I will cheer. I have a photo of it. <laughs> I, I'm tearing up because it was so special to me. Oh, that's so cute. Um, speaking of... Stop crying! Are you actually crying? Yeah. Oh, I love you so much. You're so kind. I actually don't know where that came from. Whoa. That hit me hard. Oh my god. You didn't take your nap today, which is what's segueing into our next topic is that Alden needs a daily nap. I'm actually crying. Have you ever reached the point in adulthood where you plan your life around having a nap? Oh, all the time. 100%. I literally did yesterday. So I feel like that is another aspect of being tired. It's like, as you get older, you appreciate having a nap more and more. I'm sorry, I can't get over the fact that Alden's literally like wiping his eyes off because he's crying. Because he held hands he one time. me. I also forgot to mention at the beginning of this episode, um, it is sponsored by my boyfriend, Trevor. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Trevor. Um, my <laughs> PayPal is, and my, also my email for a direct deposit. Thank you. <laughs> He's not sponsoring us. The first he also thing doesn't he said listen to, me, to this, I don't think, does no, he? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. When I left the house today, I said, okay, bye. I'm going to record my podcast with Alden. And he's like, okay, do you got any sponsors yet? And I was like, no, we don't have any sponsors. I don't think we're really going to get sponsors. We don't really, we're not looking for that. No, he, we we are not even on Apple Podcasts. We, we that's to, a whole nother stitch. We have to yeah. sit down and figure that out one day because you have to fill out an application. You've got to have a taxing document. Oh yeah, we have to sign up for United States taxes. Yeah, for podcast. I don't know, or we have to figure out the loophole for it. But, anyways, he asked me about us being sponsored, and I made a joke, and I was like, "You're our sponsor, babe." He's like, "Huh? No." Yeah, give me some of that Treb money, Daddy money. Oh no, no, no! no. I'm sorry, sorry, everybody. (laughs) No, don't like that. But talking about horoscopes, such like signs. Um, astrological signs trev is a virgo and i am a scorpio i have a virgo moon and he i don't know what that is i haven't dealt that far into it but like he is definitely very quiet very reserved he opens up to me obviously only me when he has had a few drinks he is so funny because i said to him i was like well technically you're not my you're not my soulmate sign and he was like what and i was like no Aries is, and he's just like, well, who's Aries? And I was like, Aries is Alden. Dun, dun, dun. And here we are, tattooed forever. 
True. Me crying because we held hands. Yes. I mean, we're definitely, like, we are more than friends. We're not... <laughs> I was like, we're not, like, lovers. <laughs> That's not it. Because you're obviously not we're attractive. Platonic. We are platonic friends, but we have way more than a friendship. I feel like we've just connected so much more on so many different levels. So I know... That when you're over emotional, you're either tired or hungry, and you either haven't had your nap today or it's past lunchtime. And we just, as if you follow us on Instagram before we um, clicked record, we went to Subway. We so did. I am not hungry. Not I did hungry, eat. But you didn't have your afternoon nap. No, I did not have my nap. So, yes, I did cry because I have not napped. But I did have a nap yesterday for two and a half hours, but that was still not me catching up on sleep for the whole last week of work. So my best naps are after I've woken up already. So I've woken up at like, I wake up at six, okay? Mm -hmm. Wake up at six. I do some things, putter around for a couple hours. Be productive. I don't have a coffee, but maybe I'm like reading a book or I'm knitting, you know, adult things. Old lady things. Old lady things, sure. And then I'll lay back in bed because Trevor's usually still sleeping. Or sometimes he's not. Sometimes he's at work. But anyways, lay back in bed. And then I have another two-hour nap. And it's the best two-hour nap And then you wake ever. up for lunch. And then I wake up. Well, no. Because if I wake up at 6, I'm up for two hours. Then I'm only up by like 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought pitter-patter for in the morning was like a couple more hours than just two. No, just two. And then I wake up for real at like 10. Obviously, these are days um. that I'm not at work. But I do have a couple of side hustles, so usually I wake up at 6, and then I'm actually up at 6. Yeah. And I don't work out. As much as I want to try and work out, I don't. Yeah, I uh, bought new shoes, so I would make myself work out. I, I worked out once, and then I was sore for five days. So also why part of me being tired is because I did one workout. One. Only so- one. Do you plan out segueing into our next kind of topic? These are all related to being tired, but like, do you plan out your events of the week and judge them based on when you're tired? Like if you're going to be able to do that that week because you're tired? No, because the kind of personality I have is I want to do it all. Um, So I will do it all and then just cry about it later. (laughs) Right now when I'm with you on my day off, because that's the one thing about working retail is like you don't work Monday to Friday, you work whenever. So it's like I plan my schedule around my days off and then in hopes that I don't plan too much during the day. Um, except Miss McKenzie here was like, we're spending all day together. I was like, okay. So I literally did laundry, cleaned, did everything. And like it takes me an hour and a half to laundry. Um, and this one texted me originally yesterday. We're like, oh, we're meeting for noon. She texted me at 10, 15, was like, on my way. I was like, I literally just put my laundry in the dryer. And I was like. I was excited. I know you're excited, but I was just trying to be an adult. Tired of being an adult. And I had a plan my whole life around me hanging out with you all day. Well. I'm happy to, though. You're welcome. Um tired of planning things out I do like for me I don't I've gotten to an age where I'm like no if I'm too tired I'm gonna respectfully decline and say no like there are certain things that I just do not have the energy to to do and I'm okay I've come to an age where I'm okay with that and I'm okay with saying thank you so much I really appreciate that I would love to but you know I have a lot on my plate right now and I think I'm gonna have to say no Exactly. Whereas some of the other friends that I have that are younger than I am have that fear of missing out. And I'm so glad that I'm over that age in my life that I don't have to be like, ah, I'm so sad. I can't go to the bar because all my friends are. Honestly, I have a better relationship with my bed than a lot of people. So my priority is like, are you worth the time for me to get out of my bed? Well, that and honestly, what's what's worth it at the end of the day is like as you get older, fuck, you notice so many different things. First of all, the hangovers last way longer. Oh, ridiculous. You wake up with random ass bruises on yourself. 
Yes, I Varicose also have a... veins from high heel shoes. But tell us about your bruise that's on your arm. Okay, so I was like chilling on the couch. And Mackenzie was like, oh my gosh, what's on your arm? And I was like, I don't even know how I got this bruise. But like, it's probably like softball size, right? I'd say, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't hurt. It's just a bruise. So it's like been around for a couple weeks. But like... A couple weeks, bitch! I thought it was like a couple days. No, I have a bleeding disorder where I just bruise like a peach. So I honestly don't even know how I would have got a bruise like that. It's just things happen and I bleed more than normal. Maybe it's from your adventures at Stampede. No, if it was no, it wouldn't have been. I feel like it's been there for a while, but like when you're saying that like canceling plans or whatever, like in Stampede, like I went out to Stampede on Friday and then got invited again for Saturday. And I was just like, I am not going to be able to catch up my sleep. So I said no. Because that was more important to me. That's good. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I was asked to go out on Friday and I went out on Friday. <laughs> well, me too. I just couldn't do two nights in a row because I, I also went out Thursday. So I can't do three nights. Two nights is the max for me. I thought this week for sure I was going out three nights. But I didn't end up doing that. Because Only I thought... One. Uh, Saturday night, I was maybe going to go with a friend to Stampede. Well, not to the Stampede grounds, but she wanted me to show her some new spots downtown Calgary. So You I was, didn't go? No. Oh. No, but... Um, and then Sunday, I thought maybe you might text me and be like, Oh, last night, come rally. <laughs> no, I went so home after dead. work and I had a two and a half hour nap. And I was tired yesterday, too, like... Trevor and I decided we wanted to go for a ride. Well, and plus, I was also going off the text message you sent me that you're like, I am doing this Saturday, Trevor and I Sunday, you are Monday. And I was like, okay, I'm Monday. Yeah. So I don't contact you. (laughs) Any other days that I'm, you schedule me in. Alden and I have also discussed, like, outside of the podcast, we can't really talk too much because we'll forget and then we won't bring it up again. And then our podcast isn't as funny because our genuine conversations are just hilarious. Yeah, we're like, we need to say this on the podcast. And then we, like, get here, we're, we have a notepad, and we're like, what did we... We're like, we're too tired, we can't remember. Can't remember. Um, it's not funny anymore. It was only funny in the moment. So, we probably think we're just really funny people, and we're just not. But again, this podcast isn't for anybody else. Sorry. No, it's for us. I appreciate everyone who listens, but this is for us to look back on, like, 40 years from now and be like, Ah! Remember when we made that podcast? We're so funny! And we were. we were such babies then, and we thought we were so cool. Look at us now in our mansions. But isn't it kind of interesting to think about, like, my grandfather was a, he worked in radio. I don't know exactly what he did. I know my mom mentioned it to me quick one time um, that he worked in a radio tower, but I don't know if it was just, like, he did the techni- technical stuff or if he actually, like, announced things or VJ'd. I don't know. But VJ'd. Not VJ'd. Disc jockeyed. DJ? Like, yeah, what's it considered when you're in a radio host and you're changing the music? What's it called? I don't know, a DJ, like a radio host? I don't know, but VJ sounds wrong. It's video jockey. That's not right. Yeah, you're right. It would be a disc jockey, technically. The original DJ. I'm too young. Okay, but anyways. (laughs) Ha ha. Ew! That was so gross. It was a lot louder than I... I'm so sorry, buddy. These trulies. But what I was getting at is more or less the fact that I don't have any knowledge of him doing that because there's no, like, recordings of it. There's no photos of him doing it that I'm aware of. Yeah. Um, And I think it would just be interesting for later down the road if in the fact that we have kids or nieces and nephews or great-grandchildren or great-nieces and nephews that... They can look back and go, oh, my God, yeah, they did that thing. And they've got some, like, recordings. Like, we can hear their voices. Like, that's one of the things I miss the most about some of my passed away relatives. Is like, I would just love to hear their voice again. Even if it was them younger, honestly. Not me crying again. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is so Stop wholesome and so sweet. so emotional. I'm but a like, sensitive person. Stop. But truly, I think that's a great... It's a great memory to have. So even if this is just for us, or if it's just for them, or whatever, who cares? Or if it gets lost in the archives and some random robot finds it millions of years The internet just blows up, and then we're like, well, there goes our podcast. (laughs) 
say away. There goes our Instagram photos. They found us. Well, no, that's the one thing that I definitely had a few thoughts a few times in the past where it's like, it is just so crazy that like, we can look back at our like 12 year old selves and like, we shared everything on Facebook and stuff like that. So it's like, when we're old and 80, we can remember all the stuff that we did like, oh, I'm really, 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 really bored today on like March 25th, 2009 when Facebook came out and we're like, whenever. But like, yeah, like the later generations, like, Cameras were really expensive, so not everyone had a camera. No one really took photos and stuff like that. Well, if so. you took photos, it was only for very special occasions. It wasn't yeah. just like, oh, let's take a selfie. It oh, was, this like flower looks cute today. It was selfie. Oh my gosh, someone was getting married, or this was a first ballet recital, or this was the first time Susie did this, or the yeah. little time Larry did that. Like you know things like that. It, it's definitely gotten to a point where. We have all of these things at our fingertips. Why not use them to our advantage? Exactly. Our little diary of time. Uh, if we do this for a year, we do it for a year. If we do it for 10, we do it for 10. I mean, honestly, we could just do it. Really, it's just us sitting on the couch. What we would be doing originally, just put microphones in front of our face and add a friggin' recording and program. And we're not like on TikToks going like, or TikToks. TikToks. TikToks going like, hee hee hee, and send them between each other. Yeah. We, we do that when we're not together, but... Yes. <laughs> together, it's just me and you. No phones. Sometimes. No phones! Um, the other thing that I'm getting tired of, especially as we're getting on the end of the pandemic, things are opening up again, people's schedules are definitely becoming more free and open to do social activities, is getting invited to so many things, as we were kind of talking about with the FOMO, but like getting invited to so many things and then... Not being able to RSVP yes to all of them. Yeah, because we spent a full year and a half of not doing anything. So when you have, like, two events, you're like, I don't want to prioritize. Like, I want to do them all. As an example, I got invited to four events in one weekend alone. And I want to attend all four of these events. But I know my body function will not be able to attend all four of these events, even if I split my time up between the... The two on one evening and the two in the one day, it just would be way too much to do. And I don't think I can handle it. One plus you wouldn't fully enjoy each one because then you're like, oh, I have to run to this one. I can only stay here till three or for example. Exactly. But how do you choose? Um, you choose the one that I'm going to, which is only one of those events. Well, true. But then your event is going to leave me very tired. And not at my own house. I will pay for the Uber. Oh, no, you will not, because I know how poor you are. <laughs> I know. We're sitting on a expensive couch here, everybody. Anyway, I would say with that, is just whatever you feel personally would make you happier and would bring you more joy is something that you need to do. At this point in time in my life, I'm just like, if it's not going to add to my experience in a way that I personally want. Like, I, could, I came very much like me, me, me during the pandemic. Like, I love myself. I want to do this. I want to do that. And, like, if I don't want to do that, I'm going to speak up. I don't want to do that. Yeah. So, I personally don't have FOMO. And no, I don't either. And I definitely am in total agreement with you. Like, I'm very self-centered in the sense that I do not do anything unless I absolutely want to. And if I want to do it, then I'll tell you I want to do it. But if I don't want to do it, I'll make that very clear that I'm not into this. But you really want to do all four events. Yeah, I do. As a precursor, it's Then too- I would go budget when it comes to that sort of thing. What costs most money? Basically, what- it's four birthday parties. So I have two birthday parties on the evening of me returning. Then you have to rank who's more important to you. Oh, that's hard because one's family. Yeah. And one's chosen family member of my chosen family member. Does that count? Is that mine? Yes. Okay. Like, you're my chosen family. Yeah. One is my actual family. And you're my chosen family. And then the next day is my chosen family. And then my friend's birthday party. She's not necessarily technically my 
chosen family. Yeah, she's a very close friend yeah. of mine that I've had for the last three years. But I wouldn't do- deem us closer than my niece's birthday party. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously your niece is like first priority. First priority, for sure. But that's also the day. So you can definitely do the evening event that... Yes, but it's a little tricky. So it's one of those tricky things. Not to mention, I also work all week in Red Deer. And then I would be driving back on Saturday night to attend one of the two birthday parties. And then I would have Sunday off to attend one of the two birthday parties. And then I get Monday, Tuesday off. So I do get two solid days off in a row. So it sounds like you just need to do three... Whatever on Saturday, just cancel one. True. There is one that would definitely cost me more money. Yeah. And it's the one that involves you. Well, that's fine. (laughs) That's fine. What do you mean it costs more money? You're just going to... It's just drinks in a backyard. Yeah, but you know what that led to two years ago? I don't know. I wasn't there. Going to the club. Did they go to the club after? Yes. Oh, okay. Of course. You know this friend. This is a mutual friend that Alden and I have. It's well, I only birthday. got a FaceTime at the backyard. It's his birthday that evening. Well, it's not that evening, but he's celebrating it that evening. A week early, yeah. No, and a week later. He usually likes to go out to the club, and especially because everything's open now, I feel like he's going to want to go out to the club after his backyard birthday celebration because we did have a really great time pre-drinking and... Hanging out in the back, playing beer pong. See, and that's stuff. why I didn't think they went to the club because he was beyond gone. I texted you when we were at the bar and he was like falling over. Yeah. Like he death dropped off like four, uh, like a flight of four steps onto his lower deck. That's why I didn't think you guys made it to the bar. I forgot all about that. Yeah, I was waiting in the driveway and then we ended up going. I can't recall Trevor was working out of town. Yeah. Mm. Usually when I do my bed. I just stuff. moved to Toronto, I was sitting home alone. I really wish that you were there at that time because it was It sounded like a good time. Yeah, but see the, this is the trick, is like it's a mutual friend of Alden's and mine, but it's definitely more Alden's friend group than mine. So I am Alden's friend by association to them. Yeah. You met them through me. Exactly. Which means I, I equally like them as friends. Do not get me wrong. I think they're all a great group of people, but they're definitely Alden's friend first. And then I would be the secondary to that. So it's interesting when I went the two years prior because you weren't there. It was me just there and it wasn't you. I almost felt like there was something missing. Well, I knew there was something missing. Obviously you were missing, but it just felt strange to be there and just be like, oh, I'm kind of like the outside person. So I do want to go with you because I love doing things with you, but I wouldn't want to go by myself. Yeah. And this other birthday party that I have conveniently is going to be in my house that I'm living in. And so you can catch the tail end when you come home with your McDonald's. True, but... It also means I wouldn't have to leave my own house and I could just like go to sleep after I was done. I say since it's in your own house, you get ready, have a drink or two there. I pay for Uber to this party. Schmoots over to the other side. Because I know that Trevor doesn't want to attend either. Trevor's going to drop you off. No, he won't. Yeah, he's going to drop you off because I'm going to say I'm going to transit you back. He still won't. But anyways, I appreciate I'll text that. him. <laughs> Hi, Trevor. You need to drop off my uh, soulmate at this location. Thank you so much. Yeah. Hilarious. But as you get older, you get invited to these things. Like, I've had a lot of friends from back home that have gotten married recently or are getting engaged or having mm-hmm. babies. And whew, I, I'm glad I wasn't close enough friends with them to, like, be invited to all of their weddings and stuff. But... I could only imagine if I still lived back at home and we were all still very close, like how many weddings I would have been invited to. And like, how do you choose? What if they're on the same weekend? And like, where do you go? Do you even attend any of them? Do you just stay home? Like, gosh. And then you got to do a gift and then you got to get a nice outfit and then you got to travel and blah, blah, That's blah, why I own blah. nine suits now. Yeah. Because I was invited to 
five weddings last summer that all got canceled. Anyway, I don't fit those suits anymore because I gained weight and my booty is too big for the pants. Um, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, and now they all have changed now. And then now when I live here, I find it harder to book time off. Yes. Instead of me in Toronto. Like, I last year had all this time off booked perfectly around all five weddings because they all ended up being very close weekends to each other. Yeah. And then now they're all over the place and now I don't have a vehicle. So it's like I can't attend all of them. So now I have, like, what you're saying about the parties in one weekend, but now it's like I have to pick and choose. So you need a plus one to drive you. Yeah, do you need a plus one? Yeah? Well, I also don't have the dedicated time off yet, but... But if you get invited to a wedding, I want to come. Well, technically, you know the one person. Is it C? Yeah. Yeah. Um... That's the 14th of August, so hopefully I can get that weekend off. Ooh, that's tough because I already get the weekend off beforehand. But, okay, I can ask. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, just have the Sunday off. <laughs> when the weekend before, you were asking me about that. And then I have my best friend's baby shower and then her husband's birthday. Oh, yeah, I ain't going to that. No, but I just <laughs> meant, like, I obviously can't do that. Like, if I had a vehicle, life would be way easier. But I just it's so expensive. Well, the trick is, too, Alden's family and all of his friends are... Two hours from Calgary. Yeah. Like so, my core family, core original friend group. Is, is all, all two hours from Calgary. It's two hours away. So even if you're in the same province now and it's not a flight away, it's still a two hour drive. Yeah. Which you definitely need a vehicle for. So you do need some sort of transportation. Are any of our mutual friends going to that? Um, maybe. I'll have to ask, but I just have to book it off first. But I will definitely be your plus one because I sold that girl her wedding dress. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I was like, mm, you can come. <laughs> and then the other one, um, they rescheduled and it's on a Monday in Edmonton. So I'm just like, how the mm. F am I going to get to Edmonton on a Monday? And like, it's going to be a big party. Like, I really want to go. They were like my best friends all of high school and I haven't seen them in like five years. So I was really happy to get that invite. I work in Red Deer. I'll yeah, okay, that gets us to... Come Sunday, pick you up on a Monday, we go. Okay, but you're not going to drive to Calgary. Now we're just talking about, like, the logistics of transportation. What if you got a Red Arrow bus to Red Deer, and then I drive you the rest of the way? Maybe. We'll that discuss this after the pod. Anyway. Janie, we're coming to your wedding. Hopefully you gave me a plus one. Please do, because I'm his transportation. Susie Spaghetti Head and Larry Lasagna, we're coming for your wedding. Yeah. Can't discuss names. That was our, our caveat. So Larry Lasagna and Susie Spaghetti Head, we love pastas. If anybody knows me, I say Susie Spaghetti Head for everything. It's usually when I can't be bothered to remember the person's name. That sounds kind of shitty to say out loud, but like... Actually, it's usually we're just someone tired that I'm not of remembering with. names. It's somebody that I don't really know that well, and I'll just be like, "Oh yeah, that girl. What was her name? Susie Spaghetti Head. I I can't remember. I got it from my grade nine math teacher. He always said it to me, not to me specifically, but to our class. He was like, "Oh yeah, and Susie Spaghetti Head. That was the example. She used. had nine apples. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Interesting. Anyways, we are getting very tired, and we are getting to the end of this episode. Yeah, I started sitting upright, all comfortable, and now I'm literally laying on the couch, sprawled out, ready for this fat nap. Alden also has a date at 7. Yeah, so I need a nap <laughs> before that. And it's already 6. 30. Oh, well, yeah. I should probably You're not going to nap. You're going to have to have a shower. Yeah, exfoliate the body. <laughs> you know, the usual. Oh, my God. The things we do. I know. I'm so tired of, like, social, like, standards that, like, are crazy. I'm not used to wearing as much makeup. That's one of the things I'm tired of. You don't have to. Yeah, okay, stop. But I... <laughs> got so used to wearing my mask all the time that I'd go makeup free but you know then you wear the mask and you still get like you know your face breaks out because of the mask and then 
Now I'm wearing makeup, so it's like, oh, okay, my face broke out because of the mask, and now my face is breaking out because I'm wearing makeup again. So it's really like a lose-lose. A lose-lose. Oh, wow. Can't be bothered. Don't care. It is what it is. I am what I am. And this is Which what is it is. stunning. Oh, you're too kind. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end. So maybe we will, uh, in our next podcast, share a picture of our best thrifted outfits from today. Oh, my God. Hopefully the pants I bought fit nice. I think they'll look snazzy. There's some, like, chino-style pleated cuteness. And I got a brown velour dress from Yacob. Yeah. Circa 90s. So 90s. Gwyneth Paltrow. You need to... How you have your hair now with that clip? So cute. Oh, so 90s. True. Just I need, need to, to slick it back. Slicker back. Anyway. We are tired. You're tired of hearing us. So we are going to bow out and click stop. For today. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. See ya. Bye.